0: Yeah, and so that, I mean, in a way is a gratitude practice because you're being aware of the things that have happened to you that week and the things that you've been able to accomplish and the things that haven't been as good. And when you recognize the things that haven't been as good, you also are, are able to kind of let that go and recognize the things that are good in spite of that, you know, and so...
1: Creative souls. Welcome back to another episode of Never Wear Boring Socks. I'm Maria Ramsey.
0: And I'm Anna Barnard. And today we are talking about gratitude and sharing with you our third annual Never Wear Boring Socks gift guide, which Yay. we are very excited for. This is
1: so exciting. This is third annual. Yeah. Wow. Been... I can't wait for that. Before we get into our very exciting gift guide that made me hit my microphone that you may or may not have heard... I would really like to know, Anna, what socks you're wearing today. I am wearing
0: just some, like, ankle exercise socks, because I went for a run this morning. So they're, like, kind of boring when you look at them. They're kind of just, like, black and gray. But they're not boring in the sense that they help me go outside and be active and all the good things and I feel like I've I haven't been running very much lately so it's good that I'm excited to like be running more and my socks are aiding me in that goal
1: that is very exciting yes can't run without socks no that would be bad some people (laughs) do I think that would not be good anyway what (laughs) socks are you wearing Maria I'm wearing black socks with white stylized morning glories on them. They're flowers. I think they're morning glories. I think that's what they're supposed to be. Oh,
0: I know those socks. I like those
1: ones. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen them before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I quite like them. And I'm wearing them today because I picked them out of my drawer after I had been working on my calendar that I'm illustrating. I'm working on a 2020 calendar that by the time this airs should be out in the world and in my Etsy shop in case anyone wants to look at it. And the month the month illustration that I was working on this morning was an illustration of morning glories. So when I looked in my sock drawer and I thought how appropriate. Morning glories. That's so nice. I love it when I can match my socks to my art projects. Mhm.
0: So today we are talking about gratitude and uh, more importantly gifts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it also is very important. It is
0: the gift-giving season. True. And with Thanksgiving approaching, we wanted to talk about gratitude a little bit. So Maria, why do you think gratitude is important and what does it what does
1: it do for us essentially? I think gratitude is important for a lot of reasons. I think one, we talk a lot about PMA on this podcast, positive mental attitude. And I think one way to really cultivate PMA is to be grateful for what is in our lives already, what we do have. And I think that focusing on what we do have not only creates a positive mental attitude, which just makes us feel better mentally and emotionally and also physically, but it also, it causes us to focus on the good things that we're grateful for. And I think that encourages us to create more of those things in our lives, both on a conscious and subconscious level. I think like when you're focusing on the things that you're grateful for, you start to notice opportunities for good things and other good things that you might not have noticed if you had been focusing on the negative because there's just so much that we could potentially be aware of in the world around us. There's so much going on and our brains like don't have the capacity to do all of that at once. So we really do have the power to control what we focus on and that affects our future as well as our present.
0: Mm, yeah, I really like that. And I also feel like On one hand, we think of gratitude as being a lot about others and like how other people or other things are, you know, blessing our lives, essentially. But I think also like practicing gratitude is really good for ourselves. um, And it makes us like you said, it makes us cultivate a more positive attitude and be happier. And so um, it's kind of it's kind of a win win in a way. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's another way almost I think gratitude is kind of like a healing practice in a way because it allows us to instead of getting so mired in the negative things um, be really present in in the things that are adding to our lives which I know we've talked about how that relates to things like mindfulness and things like that which is very beneficial for your health and well-being so I think gratitude is one of those like very big umbrella terms and very like holistic um that has a really big overarching effect on our our well-being and our happiness and our positivity
1: and so it's just a good thing to be able to practice regularly it is and i think also with so much like so many messages surrounding us about how we need more things and how we're not good enough and how we need to buy stuff and all that kind of marketing and those effects of capitalism and whatever. I think that practicing gratitude really allows us to see that we don't need to fall into that trap of thinking that we are not good enough or not happy enough or that we can't be happy with what we have right now. Mm, definitely
0: yeah i mean i'm someone who's always in the past has put a lot in store by the the idea of like being happy if i get to a certain point or if like i I achieve Mm -hmm. a certain thing or if i like buy some sort of product and yeah i I think gratitude i think we all do that right and i think gratitude is one of those things that really gets us out of that mindset and recognizes that happiness isn't some sort of thing that you like attain necessarily, but it's almost like a habit that you cultivate despite maybe the difficult things that are going on in your life.
1: And I also think, I like that you brought up happiness too, because I think that sometimes if you are going through something really difficult, it is hard to be happy. And maybe that's just Mm -hmm. not really realistic at that moment. But you can still be grateful for Mm. Maybe not that particular thing that you're really struggling with, but maybe some other things like you're going through something really challenging, but the sun is shining today and you have this friend that you can talk to about it. And maybe you're learning a lesson from this thing that you're going through. Maybe your breakfast is really delicious or these other things that you can still be grateful for, even if you're really unhappy, you're really struggling. Right. Definitely. It's less pressure, I think. Than happiness. Yeah, for sure.
0: And especially so around this time of year with Thanksgiving and the holidays and things like that, I think there's more awareness that's given to gratitude and expressing our thanks for people. Um, but I think we definitely, and I, I know others do too, believe in the, in the importance of practicing gratitude on a regular basis, even if it's just something small. And so how do we go about doing that, you know, like cultivating a gratitude practice or things like that? Is there something that you do, Maria, to kind of add that into your life on a regular basis?
1: I actually have been doing something relatively new for me recently. I have a group of friends. These are friends mostly that I met at this retreat that I went to in July that I talked about on the podcast And we have been leaving each other voice memos in a group text every morning with things that we're grateful for that day. And we also talk about our intentions for that day and also our longer-term intentions. And it has been... In the past, I've done more of just a solitary gratitude list in my journal, which I also think is really powerful and valuable. But this has kind of added a new level that feels really magical to be sharing that gratitude with other people and hearing what they're grateful for and it just like creates this little bubble of positivity and gratitude in my mornings when I'm listening to everybody else's memos and when I'm recording mine so I've been really enjoying that a lot yeah I'm really
0: glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of times um you're right it gratitude practices kind of manifest themselves in like journaling on our own or just keeping a list or a log of maybe like three things we're grateful for every day which I've done for a really long time and I find like you said really valuable Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah there's something to be said for like cultivating gratitude and sharing it within a community setting with your friends and I know um, freshman year when I was at college, my friends and I would get together once a week and talk about um, like something that was really good about our week and something that was really difficult about it and something we were looking forward to. I
1: and love that. Yeah, and
0: so that, I mean, in a way is a gratitude practice because you're being aware of the things that have happened to you that week and the things that you've been able to accomplish and the things that haven't been as good. And when you recognize the things that haven't been as good, you also are are able to kind of let that go and recognize the things that are good in spite of that you know and so i think just practices like that and having your friends you know remind you of the i I think another reason is that when you do it with people there's this sense of like gratitude manifested in that group because you're all grateful Mm -hmm. for each other's company yeah and so so there's kind of like a double layer there and i think that's a really good way to go about sharing
1: Um, your sense of gratitude. Yeah, I agree. And I think this also, I like that you brought up that you talked about things that were difficult during the week too, because I think another thing that has been valuable about the group that I've been sharing my gratitudes with, and it sounds like yours, your group also, something that's been really helpful about this particular group is that we do also share difficult things with each other. It's not like a We're only talking about positive things that we're grateful for right now. It's like this is a space where all of your feelings are welcome. And like we can support each other through those difficult times, but also like even if you're having a rough day, listening to other people's stuff that they're grateful for is still uplifting. That like you can Mm. hear that and they can also support you in your challenging moment. It's really pretty magical, I think. Definitely. Yeah. No,
0: I'm glad you pointed that out too, for sure. Yeah, we called it um,
1: a rose, a thorn, and a bud, essentially. Oh, I used to do that with my friends <laughs> yeah. too. I didn't do it every week, but I had a group of high school friends that every time we got together on school breaks in college, because we didn't see each other very often, so it was a couple times a year, but we would always do that Yeah, as a way of updating each other about our lives instead right. of just like what have you been up to in the last six months? Right,
0: exactly. (laughs) That's a hard question. Yeah, no, that's the other thing. It it causes like more just like intentional conversations with the people you care about and more reflection in a way that's like very supportive of each other. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would definitely recommend getting together with your friends or your family and expressing your gratitude that
1: way. This is also reminding me of when I was a kid, my parents used to make us say one thing that we were grateful for each night before we ate dinner, like when we sat down at the mm. table. And I I used to get really annoyed by it, <laughs> which is funny that now I've come back around to it. But I think that, I mean, that's part of being a kid. You just don't want to do the things that your parents want you to do. Right. But it felt really tedious. But looking back on it, that was a nice thought, anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: making oh my
0: goodness, I had forgotten about this too, but it's making me remember that when I was little and my mom would uh, tuck me into bed at night. She would ask me what was the best part of your day, what was the worst part of your day, and what are you grateful for today? And oh. it's like been a long time since we did that, obviously, but right. that was like a, a fond part of my childhood. And it was, it was just like a good moment of reflection at the end of each day. I feel like it kind of was like, all right, now you can like let go of all that and then like start your day fresh tomorrow, you know? So whether you're doing that with another person or not, I think that's another method that is just a good way to be a a little more mindful and keep that, that gratitude at the forefront of your brain.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that reflection that you're talking about is an important aspect of gratitude Too and why gratitude practices are helpful is because the more you reflect on what you're grateful for, the more you can notice, I really do value this certain thing that's going on in my life, and I want to cultivate more of that. Yeah, for sure. Something that you're consistently grateful for or that you are really grateful for, but it doesn't happen consistently. Maybe you can do something about that.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Now that we've spoken about being grateful for what you already have... Here are some items <laughs> and ideas for things that you might not have already. Well, and it's it's to show your
0: gratitude for other people. you know yeah, I, I think that's a good way to think about it too and I think so too. We've got some things that are obviously like very tangible things that you give to someone, but also like you can you know
1: gift experiences to people and things like that. So there's lots mm-hmm. of ways to do this. And I like what you said about it's expressing your gratitude towards someone because I do think like as much as we're skeptical about the whole needing to buy things and gift things all the time, I do think that if you give a thoughtful gift to somebody that you care about, that can be a really beautiful way to express gratitude toward that person and just show them that you care. For sure.
0: Alrighty, so do you want to start with some of your suggestions maria sure no
1: recommendations i should say my recommendations well so a lot of mine i think fall into the same kind of categories as yours so maybe you can jump in when you have something related that sounds good so one of the things on my list i have to admit I don't actually own this, and I haven't seen it in person, but I'm really excited that it exists in the world, and I want it, so that's why I put it on this list. It's a cookbook called More With Less by Jodi Moreno, and I've been following her blog for a long time. She has a blog called What's Cooking Good Looking, and her, first of all, I think that's a clever name, but also (laughs) (laughs) she has really beautiful, delicious-looking recipes on there and I think she's a good writer and her cookbook looks delicious and I really want to make some recipes from it that sounds lovely
0: yeah I'm always looking for like new food blogs and stuff so I'll have to check her stuff out as well
1: yeah I don't think she posts on it that often because she's been working on the cookbook but got it but now there's a cookbook too (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other book ideas, book-related gift ideas, well, Anna? Well,
0: I mean, I was going to say in general, like, books are a great gift mm-hmm. for anyone who is a reader in your life, because also, like, support your local bookstores, mm-hmm, all that good stuff. Um, let's see. I've personally been enjoying kind of a mix of, like, classic literature and more recent stuff. So I think doing a mix of that is always good. Um, I recently have read like Jane Eyre and Little Women and those books are so, those books are really nice for, I think like the holiday season, especially Little Women, Mm. because there's a lot of like family stuff in there and um, there's a lot of scenes that take place like at Christmas and things like that. That's a good one. I haven't read either of those. I feel like I should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then some more recent ones, I mean, we've been talking about this one a lot, and Maria gave this to me a couple years ago, um, but Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert is really good for, Mm -hmm. um, a creative guide, yeah, um, oh, I'm trying to think what else, um, but yeah, those are, those are some, some good books, and I've really been enjoying, like, going on Goodreads and looking at all their recommendation lists and they have readers guides and things like that and readers Mm. choice picks so that's always a good place to start for looking at um books
1: yeah that's a good tip yeah
0: oh and one of my favorite cookbooks too that i would recommend that came out a couple years ago from one of my favorite food bloggers who does um the blog cookie and kate her name is katherine taylor and her book mm-hmm. her cookbook is called love real food and it's all vegetarian recipes um and they're very easily customizable for like different dietary needs and things like that um but she just takes like really beautiful pictures and has really yummy but like easy to make recipes which i appreciate a lot so i would recommend
1: that as i well. made one of her soups last night mm-hmm. from that cookbook it was really good what soup did you make it was the West African inspired peanut soup mm. with sweet potatoes and chickpeas. It was really delicious. Yum. That's what I'm going to have for lunch today, too. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I will also throw out while we're on books, I've mentioned this before, but Women Who Run with the Wolves. Mm, yes, i really need to read book? that. It's, it's definitely like for someone who would be interested in a dense, book that's maybe a little bit out there but it's so good it's about it's about stories and especially stories of the wild woman archetype and it's just every time I read it I feel like she's speaking to my soul (laughs) so I would recommend it (laughs) that sounds great yeah
0: So another thing that I know we both are really into is natural beauty supplies and
1: skincare and whatnot. I love skincare, yes. <laughs> you um, get too excited about it.
0: <laughs> and I've been trying out some different brands recently because um, I've been trying to use products that don't have as many like environmental toxins in them for mm-hmm. my own health and the planets. Um, and so. Some of my favorite things that I've been enjoying are Dr. Bronner's soaps. Are really nice. Um, Those are nice, and you can get them in like bar form or liquid form, and those are lovely. They I I prefer the almond scented one. Mm, It's quite lovely. Nice. Um, And then I've been been enjoying a lotion by Alafia, and I like that brand because it's not nearly as expensive as some other. Natural beauty product brands. Mm -hmm. Um, And they sell a lot of their things in like really big containers. So you can get them in like bulk, sort of, which is kind of nice. And so I have a lavender lotion from them that's quite lovely. Oh,
1: that sounds nice. Yeah.
0: But I was also just recommend like finding any local sellers. I mean, soaps, lotions, and chapsticks and things like that are really good just for like stocking stuffers and things like that. Um, I don't know if you have any brands
1: that you prefer, Maria. I I have like a whole list of different products. Mm-hmm. So we could do a whole episode about that, but a couple things that I think are good gift items. I really like face mists, okay. sort of like a toning mist to do after a cleanser, and I I have two favorites. One of them is by Primally Pure, and the other one is by Buffalo Gal Grass Fed Beauty. And both of those brands in their moisturizers use a lot of tallow, which is an animal product. It's supposed to be really good for your skin. So just be aware if you're like shopping around and you're a vegan or you're shopping for somebody who's vegan. But their face mists, of course, don't have any of that in them because they're just mists. And the Primally Pure Mist, I really like their, I think it's called the Everything mist or everywhere or something like that it smells amazing it's like so luxurious to spritz yourself with this like herbally florally mist after you've washed your face it feels so nice that one definitely feels a little bit more like toning it has essential oils and I think it has some witch hazel in it and then the primarily pure one I like is the hydrating toning mist that one is really moisturizing it's called hydrating but so that one's good like if you have dry skin or if you're maybe getting it for somebody who is a little bit older and is feeling like they want a little extra moisture on their face so i really like both of those nice that's my that's my skin kit tip that sounds lovely i haven't (laughs) tried face mists before i should try that Uh they're so fun yeah you can also do rose water as nice as a mist that Mm -hmm. one you can often find it's a little little less expensive than um, some of these like more specialized mists the other thing about the the buffalo gal mist I don't think it has essential oils it just has hydrosols so that to me feels a little bit more gentle on my skin sure I like both of them though
0: Another thing that I would suggest, so I've been working at a little produce stand this summer, and we sell some nice jams and jellies, and I feel like those are very another good like stocking stuffer idea or something, or like a uh, like a gift to give to like a host or a hostess or something. Um, and any like locally made jams and jellies are really good. Um, if you're somewhere where the climate is milder year round. You might still have farmers markets set up at this time of year. Um, I know where not Marie and I in are not so or much or New England, yeah. But um, those are really good places to look, or in your your co ops or things like that.
1: Yeah, that's a good one too. So yeah. consumable items. Also, also if you have like
0: pepper jams very Ooh, good. funky yes. are they like spicy pepper genes? yes they're kind of like they have, mm. some of the times they have like a little bit of kick to them but if you put them with like cream cheese on a cracker interesting
1: yes. all right that's a good tip i was also gonna say on the food tip if you have recipes that would keep for a little while and you want to make some food for somebody hmm that would also be a good gift. Your jams and jellies made me think of, I really like to make zucchini butter, I think is mm. what it's usually called. That might not really be something you want to make if it's November, because like, where do you get zucchinis? But where it's like you cook it down with some onion until it gets jammy, and it's really delicious. Oh, that sounds But good. you could do something like that with fruit or vegetables or make some other... Like a baking mix or hot cocoa mix. Right. Or something like I was thinking that.
0: that, yeah. Sometimes it's fun to give people like mixes with a little recipe mm-hmm. card or like a salsa kit or something or mm-hmm. things like that
1: are really nice too. Yeah. So something that you've made or something that's partly made that they can finish. For sure.
0: And moving on from food into some more crafty things we like, obviously, we recommend Etsy as per usual so good yes etsy has and the other great thing about etsy is that etsy always has a bunch of gift guides themselves and like various types of gifts for different kinds of people so that's Mm -hmm. kind of fun to explore those um and it's always good to support local artists and independent artists and things like that
1: yeah and there's a lot of different fun things you can find on there mm-hmm. that is fun that they have the gift guides too yeah um
0: and so on etsy you can find things like jewelry and things like that another jewelry brand that i have really been enjoying is called soul Coo jewelry and i found this at my local co-op they sold um necklaces and bracelets from them but they're an organization that um, employs stay-at-home moms to make the jewelry, and then part of the proceeds go back to them to support their families. Um, and each of the the, the products they sell um, are kind of have like a message or a purpose to them. So each of them are kind of made with like a type of gem and then it'll be like this gem helps with like peace or confidence or things like that. And then there's like a little note from Mm. the person who made it. And so that
1: sounds nice. Yeah.
0: So they're, they're kind of nice and they're a little more like minimalist, which I, which I like. Um, And -hmm. you can find them on their website or I'm sure they sell their jewelry at many um, like natural food stores or things like that. Yeah. I don't know if you have any other recommendations for, like,
1: jewelry or clothing or things like that. I, I do have another jewelry recommendation. Actually, I discovered this person in Minnesota. Anna and I went to a craft fair together, and I bought a pair of earrings from this person. And I really, really like her earrings. And I was looking at another pair of earrings while I was there and decided not to get two pairs at once because that felt a little extravagant, but (laughs) I might actually order them from her because I keep thinking about them still. Her name, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but her name is Tina Lilia. We'll put it in the show notes so you can find her. She has a few things on her website and it looks like she's adding stuff to her website more as she goes along, but she has some really cool stuff and she's Minneapolis area based, so that's fun. Yeah. Very cool. And then I guess for clothing, which is sort of related, if you're like more of a socks and underwear type gifter, Pact is a really good place to get those things. They have fair trade organic cotton socks and underwear and other, it's not just socks and underwear too. They have t-shirts and sweatshirts and sweatpants and leggings Um, and they're all, really cozy and soft and they come in fun colors and it's a really cool brand so nice and the website is wearpacked.com don't go to packed.com. got some weird ads after <laughs> going there by accident <laughs> huh? just to let you know
0: <laughs> very nice um, another suggestion that I have I don't know if really, if this really fits into any category but I've been trying to find like the right water bottle recently Mm. to, like, carry around with me because hydrate or dihydrate, am I right? (laughs) Um, But I have been enjoying my clean canteen water bottle Mm. and I would highly recommend. I've been trying not to use as much plastic water bottles, too, so I like that these ones are metal. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can get them in various sizes and they have different kinds of tops and things like that. So that's just something I've been liking, and I feel like everyone could use a water bottle, good quality water bottle.
1: So that's one I particularly like. Yeah, that's a good one. I have two water bottle recommendations now that we're on this topic. This is a whole category in and of itself. I know. I didn't even think of this as a gift idea until you said it, but they're very useful, and I just saw you take a sip of your water bottle. Wow. (laughs) How appropriate. (laughs) I really like my... Contigo water bottle it's like a thermos oh yes more that's so a good, than that's a water bottle yep. but I use it for water because it has a little lock thing on the top so if you throw it in your bag it's not going to leak all over th- everything which is really nice and it's really easy to drink while you're driving because you don't have to unscrew anything you just push a little button and then it's ready to drink so that's handy. And then I also really like I have this really pretty glass water bottle that I got from this organization, Everybody is Beautiful. I think that's what their website is as well. But their water bottle, it's this really pretty glass water bottle with a like a rubbery thing on the outside to protect it. And the Everybody is Beautiful Project. That's what it is, I think. But th- the water bottle says Everybody is Beautiful on the side of it. And the proceeds go to support this organization, which does work around eating disorder recovery and body dysmorphia and body image. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's them. awesome. I think I'll get emails nice from them. Bottle. You might. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I should I should look them up more.
1: See what they Yeah, to. it's a yeah. cool
0: organization. Yeah, for sure. And then we, of course, love some good crafty supplies. Ooh. So I always like, like, new pens.
1: Oh, pens like are so great. Yeah. Like, colorful pens? Yes. Mm. I really like
0: uh so Stabilo ones. I'm probably not pronouncing any of these right, but I love, like, like, Statler. No idea if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that right. Um we will put those in the show notes as well. Are they German? Yes. Settler? Yes.
1: Schettler. Sch- Schettler? I don't speak German. Okay. That was probably terrible. You should ask-, <laughs> <laughs> ask my brother. He speaks German.
0: But those are those are really nice brands that I like. They have colorful um pens. I use them in my bullet journal and things like that. Mm, and then speaking I use those of those ones too. Yeah, speaking of bullet journals, uh, we like Leuchterm ones are really nice. You can use Moleskins yeah, as well. Yeah, those are nice. Those are some good journals. Um, I think we've mentioned this before, but I like Peter Popper Press journals as well, just for like day-to-day writing, things like that. They are, are really beautiful.
1: Those are my favorite feelings, journals. yes. <laughs> exactly. And then my looked term bullet journal is my like planning journal. Yeah. Those are my two essentials. And then my moleskin is my writing poetry journal. <laughs> uh, yes. You have to
0: have all the different journals.
1: You really do. Yes. Because I, I don't want to bring my feelings journal like around to work with me and leave it somewhere weird. And, yeah, that would be not good. You know you know. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like all those things that you recommended. I also really like if you have anybody on your list who is an artist who would like art supplies. I really like Prismacolor colored pencils. That's what I use for my art. I don't think they're like the fanciest kind of colored pencils that you can get, but they're definitely a step up from the ones that we're used to using as kids in art class and it just they just feel really nice they're really pigmented and they feel a lot smoother than some of the not quite as nice ones Mm. so would recommend those yeah
0: any other suggestions for things items we can get for
1: people i think art There's always a fun thing to get for people, too. Maybe I'm biased because I'm an artist. (laughs) (laughs) But art to decorate your walls, I think, is really nice. There's a lot of people on Etsy who sell really cool art. Um, This time of year, you could get an artistic calendar, perhaps. You could even visit my Etsy shop and look at my calendar (laughs) if you feel so inclined. (laughs) There are also a lot of other people selling cool prints and original artwork and customizable artwork and calendars and a lot of home decor items on there too very nice also instagram is a good place to find artists often you can kind of get lost in an artist rabbit hole there and then a lot of times they'll have links to their website and their profile and they'll sell prints and stuff so that's another way to find artists for sure do you have any other gift
0: ideas, Anna? Well, the only other ones I have are kind of non-item related. So those are fun. Yeah. So I would suggest like tickets are always good mm. to like a show or a concert or a sports event or whatever. That can be a really fun way to uh, show your gratitude for someone, and then you get to do something fun with them.
1: Yeah, so that's fun. I would
0: definitely recommend that. Um, As someone who loves musical theater, I always want show tickets. Yeah. So, (laughs) I know, I know, and if you have, like, uh, I know there's, like, a lot of well-known musicians going on tours right now. I feel like everyone's releasing new music. Mm -hmm. So, looking for local concerts and things like that, good stuff.
1: Yeah, that's always fun. And if you're... Feeling a little more extravagant and this person is someone you want to spend a lot of time with. You could always take them on a little vacation mm-hmm. somewhere. I think that's fun to like have a little getaway for a couple days totally.
0: Yeah, and then my my last thing is just writing a nice note or letter to someone can be really impactful. Um, and sometimes it's just that, you know, honest. Um, genuine message that is really valued during this time of year so whether you know mm-hmm. you write a letter and you make it all pretty and like draw a little border around it or something um, or if you're not artistically inclined at all and you want to just type it up I think um that can be a really nice way to show your gratitude for someone
1: yeah and I think that could go along with something else if you did want to give a more physical gift. And I also think that would be great for someone who doesn't really want a physical gift or if you're not really exchanging right. gifts, that's a nice way to still be able to express that gratitude and share something special from your heart with somebody right? without doing the, the regular gifty thing.
0: Oh, and this is making me think of two, you know... Um, I think we've talked about this in past gift guides, but donating to an organization on someone's behalf um, mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't
1: want necessarily gifts as much, that can also mm-hmm. be a really nice gesture. Yeah. Any other gift ideas, or does that bring us to the end of our list? I think that is all I've got. All right. creative souls this week we would like to hear what you're grateful for it can be something little about your day it can be something big it can be something in between but like we said earlier it's really powerful to share your gratitude with a community so we'd love to hear what you're grateful for do you have a quote for us today anna i do
0: have a quote this quote is from Um, and he says, walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet. And I like this quote because I think it kind of embodies an attitude of gratitude, essentially this idea Mm -hmm. that, you know, you are moving your body and walking around and living on this planet every day. And why don't you, you know, live in the world as if you're, you're appreciating it and giving back to it. I think that's just a really lovely um, way of articulating
1: that sentiment. It is. That quote makes me giggle a little bit because I used to work at this camp where the director basically told us to do that, to go on walks and pretend we were kissing the earth with Mm -hmm. our feet. And in this particular context, it was very weird. But (laughs) I do... I do really appreciate the sentiment of that quote. I I agree with what you said. It's a really beautiful way to express gratitude in the everyday, just as you're walking and moving through the world. Yeah, for sure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Never Wear Boring Socks this week. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app and leave us a rating or review. And please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes.
1: Many thanks to Ben Ramsey the Cheese Beast for his audio editing prowess and to him and Martha Barnard for their contributions to our music. And until next time, never wear boring socks.